The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network my name is talent jenkins joined with our host we got ryan gilbert and joel meyer gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight uh not not too great here that my uh panthers got swept out of the second round by a lightning team without Braden point just scored three goals in the whole series so i'm sure we're getting into it more so it's a it's a sad night over here in the uh, gilbert household I'm still recovering from a wild Sunday, man. I spent the whole freaking day on the couch because you know what? We started <laughs> off six in the morning with F1 and the Spanish Grand Prix. My God, Maximus Verstop and yeah, it's Charles Leclerc. He had an engine failure and he had to retire. So that was good for me. But you know what? I also had Chico Perez to also finish the top three. And I had George Russell to finish in the top three. So that could not go on any better. And that's exactly what happened. Verstappen. Perez and Russell, uh, so that was beautiful. And then we went into the English Premier League finale, which was a, a mad, mad finish too. Uh, uh, Freaking, I had Liverpool to win the Premier League before the season started, and I gave up on it. But uh, they, they were within a uh, man. Aston Villa, they were playing Man City, and Man City needed to win that game in order to win the league, and uh, they were down two goals with 15 minutes left. But fucking Man City, five minutes they scored three. So uh, it was it was nuts, and then that went into fucking golf, man. The whole the whole day was nuts. Uh, my guy Will Zalatoris, I shouldn't say my guy, he keeps fucking me over with this <laughs> shitty putting. Whiskey mitts, bro. Whiskey uh, mitts. <laughs> he screwed up, but you know what? On hole eighteen, he made one final putt to get it to the playoff, and that's all I wanted because then I just put everything on JT to win that playoff. So at least I got some money back there. Uh, but I know you, Talon. You had JT from the beginning, so good on you for that one. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm right there with you, man. I had Verstappen, so I won some money pretty early. Uh, and then, yeah, I had JT as well. So, you know, it, it, JT, you know, it paid off 300 bucks for me or about that. So that covered my big dinner that I had last night, too. And then went right, yeah. into, right into hockey, man. So I was, saw those uh, pictures. What, what were you eating there? This is a really fancy Chinese place that opened up in Toronto. It's right down the street from my house, too. So there we had, you know, a big old chili sea bass fish. We had some nice dumplings, big ass noodle and shit. It was it was pretty good. Um, but yeah, man, it was a, overall, it was a sick day for sports, though, dude. It doesn't matter what you're watching. Uh, speaking of sports, so everybody unless, go check. Unless you're watching the NBA. Fuck the playoffs, man. The <laughs> Every freaking game is lower, like, in the second quarter, like. There hasn't been, like, a game within 10 points of a finish the whole freaking playoffs. I mean, there's been, like, three good games all <laughs> playoffs long. Fuck that sport, man. Sick league. Dude, my buddy's a basketball fan. He was talking about that. He's messaging me. Like, Are you watching this? This is crazy. I'm like, I'm not watching it. But um, So thanks for ruining my segue there, Joel. Anyways, like I was going to say, get your ass to the Sports Gaming Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Uh, you can get some good picks when it comes to shitty basketball playoffs that have been a letdown. Uh, hockey playoffs, which has been absolutely incredible. Obviously, we'll get into more of that soon. Uh, golf picks. That was a pretty sick major tournament like we were just talking about. Uh, NASCAR is popping off, man. Out of everything, there's even a cool F1 group in the Slack. So that reminds us to say, get your ass in the Slack as well. Uh, Slack group's bumping off, man. It's always cool. And with playoff time, the hockey channel has been popping off, man. There's there's nothing like it. It's absolutely sick. Uh, as well, I skipped over there to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Be sure to go check it out. Ryan and Joel are doing some articles and shit like that, too. So go check those out. Uh, I'm sure they've been pretty cool and uh, a nice little read there. But back to the Slack, man. The Slack's an absolute blast. Like I said earlier, there is an F1 channel, too, so that's kind of fun. Uh, everything, man, when it comes to all sports, food, music, get your ass in the Slack, dude. 
Yeah, we've been hyping up the Slack all season long. And I mean, I feel like this past Friday night, is all, all the characters were in there. We're all, all on top form, just going back and forth. I think that may have been peak Slack. So if, if you're not in the Slack yet, make sure you join it, sg.pn slash Slack, or just reach out to myself or Tatlin on Twitter or the Hockey Human Podcast Twitter account at HockeySGPN. We'll point you in the right direction. There's, we also have uh, some Hockey Gambling Podcast stickers now as well. You can reach out yeah. to one of us on Twitter or in Slack and send him send us your address and you can have a nice sticker to rep us and uh, also support us by leaving us a five-star rating and review on whichever podcast platform you listen on. If that's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey and Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey S. All right. That covers all of our intro stuff here. We'll jump down into our NHL news and discussion topics. Just been a couple things going on, man. At the, at the time of recording here, it's official. Tampa Bay finished up with the sweep on the Florida Panthers tonight. Holy shit. Ryan, I know you kind of jumped on the Florida bandwagon here a little bit because you're a boy, Claude Giroux. Uh, what happened to uh, to your Florida fucking p- pussycats? <laughs> they're just they're just complete frauds, okay? They're complete frauds. <laughs> they averaged over four goals a game in the regular season. They scored three goals a ge- three goals total in four games against Tampa Bay Lightning. Jonathan Hugh Berdeau, more like Jonathan who Berdeau, because where the fuck was he this series? 115 <laughs> points in the regular season. I think he had two points in this series, uh, five points in 10 games in the playoffs. Alexander Barkoff, more like Alexander fuck off. He, he didn't do anything either. <laughs> you got Sam Reinfart there as well. Anthony, <laughs> Anthony du, du, Duclair, which is just terrible too. Uh, Aaron Ekbad. You got Aaron, uh, Andrew Bunet behind the bench there. It's just just a team full of frauds. Uh, Sergei Bubrovsky in that as well. But credit, oh, credit to the Lightning. Even without uh, Braden Point, they got completely outcoached. They they know how to play playoff hockey. They block shots. They get in the shooting lanes. Vasilevsky is absolutely unbelievable. And I, I counted them out. I mean, you counted them out against against the Leafs. I counted them out against against the Panthers. They, they're getting it done without some of their best players. So it, it's incredible to watch, really, what this Lightning team is doing. If we didn't know better, I would have thought that Ryan here is a Panthers fan instead of a I know, fan. Eh? The way that he's Man. lighting into those... <laughs> Chokers, uh, yeah, they're just a total total frauds, like you said. Ryan said it all. Uh, what's unfortunate for me is that I thought the Lightning would win, but I thought the fucking Panthers would win at least one of the first two games so I could get on the Lightning. So it ends up I just – I was right, but I still lost money in the series. Damn it. Um, so that sucked for me. But, uh, yeah, Florida, they just uh, – this would be a different different series if uh, Joel Quenville was still in charge. You know, Burnett took over the team. He did a good job in the regular season, but uh, he didn't make any good adjustments. The power play just totally died, and he didn't he didn't change anything up. Um, you know, they got a lot of chances, of course. Credit the Vasilevsky and all that, uh, but you got to do something different if what you're doing isn't working. And uh, that's that's where Burnett showed his uh, inexperience, I guess. So I think Quenville would have at least made this a series. Um, but of course, the Lightning. I mean, they're, they're they're the real deal. They're the dynasty of our uh, era right now. So uh, yeah, you can't be too mad. But come on, you got to at least win one game. But that that that's pretty pathetic. And you can't even blame Bobrovsky. If, if you would have thought that uh, the Florida Florida Panthers would be swept, you would have thought that Bobrovsky had a horrible series. But no, he was actually one of their better players. You know what? Uh, I know we're carving into Florida pretty good here, but it's worth noting that like. You got to give credit to Vasilevsky here, man. Florida outshot uh, Tampa Bay three games to one in this series out of the four games, especially in tonight's game. They had 49 fucking shots on goal, and Vasilevsky posted a shutout and just said no. So that that's absolutely unheard of. Um, they got the chances, man. They just couldn't get it done. And give, give some credit to Tampa's Bay defense too, but especially on their offensive side of things, man. Steven Stamkos has been an absolute... Just juggernaut this entire playoffs, man. The guy's been lights out, not only on the offensive side of things, but defensively too. Like he's blocking shots left, right, and center. He's hard on the back check. Typical stuff that you'd expect out of Stammer, you know, the past, I guess, his entire career. It's the same shit he's always been doing. But it just seems like he's been stepping it up to another level, which is scary considering obviously he didn't play much last year and shit like that in playoffs, but it's just scary considering how good he is. Uh you touched on it though, Ryan. They won that without Braden Point. What's going to happen if this guy comes back in the third round here? He's got a couple. The team has a couple days off. Uh, it, it's going to be a little scary, man. I think uh, I think any team that's stuck playing against Tampa here is going to have their work cut out for him. All right. Speaking of who's going to get stuck playing Tampa, uh, we'll get to that in a bit here. Let's talk down to uh, let's jump in a little bit with this. Uh, what is it? Colorado St. Louis series here. Things got a little na- nasty the other night, boys. Uh, my boy, Nazem Kadri. 
a little bit of a kerfuffle. We'll call it a kerfuffle with St. Louis goaltender Jordan Bennington. Uh, it depends where you stand here. Some people are saying he rammed into him purposely. Other people are saying he got pushed in. Personally, I lean on the side that he was kind of pushed in a little bit. Um, obviously, not really willing to give Kadri the benefit of the doubt. But, Jolie, interesting to hear your thoughts here, bud. What do you got? Well, yeah, there, there's there's no way that you can say that this was anything but a hockey play. You know, maybe he knew what he was doing. Maybe he, he slid in there a little bit. But uh, that there's nothing there that's uh, totally intentional that you can actually suspend him for. Uh, yeah, it, it's just about his history. That That's what makes this a big deal. Obviously, of course, the Blues losing their number one goaltender in these playoffs in Bennington makes this a uh, much bigger deal than it should be. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I was fine with that. Just as I'm fine with Barbershop hitting Kadri, knocking him out of the playoffs. That was a huge hit, and a lot of people had a problem with that. But I don't have a problem with that either. So it, it's tit for tat. They're both good plays. Uh, that's just playoff hockey. You do, you do what it takes to win. And uh, I don't think that either plays were uh, particularly illegal. So uh, I'm, I'm fine with it. I mean, obviously the Blues hate it. And we showed, they showed that today in this game, losing their temper, going after him and all that. And that cost them that five-on-three, which resulted in the goal. Uh, so yeah, Kadri's just uh, killing the fucking Blues after what they uh, did to him in the uh, series last year. Getting him suspended, of course, that's all on his fault. That was absolutely a, a bad, <laughs> bad play by him. But uh, it, in this case, no way. He is uh, 100% in the, in the uh, what do you say? Totally legal for him. Yeah, I think the only reason it was even questioned is because it was Kadri and because of his reputation. But it was a complete hockey play. The, the puck was there. He was going for the puck. His his trajectory wasn't even going towards Bennington. He was pushed into him. So I was just baffled by all, all the takes. It was like, oh, even the Blues official count was like, oh, Colorado ran into Bennington. Now he has to leave the game. It's like, no, your your own defenseman pushed him into him. And now it's unfortunate that he has to leave the game, especially because he really was the Blues' only chance in this series. He was incredible in the first few games. And, and Huso has not not been the same. And then you had after the game, you had Bennington apparently throwing a water bottle at Dustin <laughs> Crowder while he's doing an interview. I love who, throw, that. who throws a water that's bottle? That's sick. No, Honestly. that's sick, man. I'm I love here for that. That. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it would have been nice to have have like a Bennington versus uh, Mike Smith matchup next round. I, th- I think Joel mentioned that in the Slack. It's two just crazy goalies going back and forth. <laughs> but and it would have been good to see Bennington in the series just to be a, a bit more competitive. But with with this, it's going to be the Avs running away with it, and and just the Blues, like you said, Joel, getting completely frustrated and attacking Kadri all, all series long. Okay, and you know so what? I... This this wouldn't even be a thing if it wasn't the goaltender, right? Because the whole the Gerard and Barbashev thing should be as big of a deal as this because freaking Gerard broke his sternum. That That's going to knock him out till maybe even uh, past the first game of the next season. That'll take a long time for him to heal. So uh, it's just because he's the goalie, and uh, that's why this is a much bigger deal. But uh, it's no bigger deal than uh, Barbashev on Gerard. So okay. Now, obviously, Vinny Husso played tonight and got his absolute tits lit. Uh, is Bennington, like, done? Did they say? Like, is he done for the series or what? Yeah. yeah, he's done for the series. I think it's a knee sprain is what... Oh, uh, come on. Play through it. Fuck that. You know, obviously, you can't count a guy's injury against him and shit like that, but what the fuck ever happened to playing through shit, man? Like, fuck that. It was a little love tap. It wasn't that bad going into the net. I'm sure he could fucking... Maybe this is a hot take and a dumb take, but, like, if you if you want to fucking win, strap up, go in there and fucking win. Joel, you touched on it. The, they need Bennington, man. Like that that's their fucking guy if they want any chance in this series. And even if he's not a hundred percent, obviously Vinny Husso wasn't ready to get the job done tonight in that show. There's a couple weak soft goals there, man. But fuck that. Man up, pump yourself full of drugs or some shit. Get your ass out there and go play the fucking game. Hey Vinny, Vinny, is he in the mob? <laughs> <laughs> it's Billy. Maybe if 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 He's that was Finnish, like not Italian, yeah, I don't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's really not Vinny. I was going to ask if, if, if you actually knew what his name was. Yeah, maybe I don't. if it was like if it was like Tampa Bay, where his backup is like Brian Elliott, who's someone that clearly can't carry a series. But who's who took the job from him in the regular season, so he should be good enough to win a few games. So I feel like he'd be better than Bennington on on one knee. That's great. Well, he wasn't so. Make sure to get down on the Wins Bet $50 Win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the Win Bet Casino is offering 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. All users can receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose, or push a three or more leg build your own bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. 
the match is coming to the win, and you can bet on it on WinBet. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers is minus 200, while Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are plus 165. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now, you can make money on Sleeper too by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or under. For example, number of points in basketball, or hits in baseball, or points in hockey. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download the Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. And take a look at that Nathan McKinnon shot prop for uh, Game 4. He's going to be shooting the puck looking looking to close out the series. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Um, <laughs> all right, that covers that. Anything you guys want to touch on that series? Obviously, you know, Nas kind of had the last laugh tonight. He put up a fucking hat trick, and I think it was a four-point night for the guys, so that was pretty sick. Anything else or what? Oh, I could spend hours on uh, on this series, but uh, I'll, I'll I'll let this podcast breathe for a bit. I mean, we're gonna talk about the next game. Uh, we'll get back on, to so. it. Sounds exactly. good. All right, we'll jump into our last little thing here. Uh, we were talking about Tampa Bay a little bit earlier. How, how do we think they're gonna match up against either the Hurricanes or the Rangers here, man? Like, uh, I've I've got to be honest. With you, I'm leaning Carolina in that series. Um, but either way, I, I personally I think that they're going to walk no matter who they play. Uh, with that being said, Antti Rantis played pretty well. We obviously we know Carolina's strong defensively, and they do have the uh, offensive power. Maybe they can give them a run for their money, man. If any of these teams left in the East are able to do it, you would think it would be Carol- Carolina. Uh, New York, I don't see them having a fucking chance if they do make it. I, th- I could see Tampa just beating the absolute wheels off them. Obviously, Shosturkin does have the talent to kind of shut down some of those big guys, but... Truth be told, he hasn't looked all that great in playoffs either here. So I think Carolina's going to come out of that series. Obviously, we'll jump more into the game and talk about it a little bit. But uh, just just as a quick overview, I could see Tampa Bay just beating the wheels out of whoever they play in this. I think they're going to the cup again, boys. Yeah, I think the Hurricanes would probably be a, a pretty good matchup there in the Eastern Conference Final. They've been Hurricanes, one of the best teams all all, all year long, and and Lightning back to back Stanley Cup champs. But looking at the head to head matchups, the Lightning were one one and one against the Hurricanes, and oh uh, two and one against against the Rangers. Rangers beat them beat them all three times. So maybe if the Rangers somehow get out of the series, get a good goalie batter to start in uh, Vasilevsky. I think either way though, it'll be a good low scoring playoff type hockey, hockey series. Uh, Frederick Anderson, I think was back on the ice today. So that that's a good, good sign for, for the hurricanes, but yeah, the lightning are already favorites to win the East. So I think they're going to be favored no matter what. Yeah. Either way, it'll be a low, uh, low scoring series. Uh, it reminds me of the lightning versus the Islanders last year. Um, same kind of matchup there with the Canes, their defensive structure and all that. Uh, but the Hurricanes better start winning some home games too because uh, they're not going to go all the way just winning these home games and never winning on the road. Uh, as for the Rangers, yeah, that'd be an interesting matchup with the two Russian goalies, stud goalies, but I think Vasilevsky would uh, big brother him there. I like the uh, yeah, the Rangers are fucky the way. I mean, I don't think they're gonna get past the Canes, but if they do, there's just no way they're gonna get past the Lightning. So uh, Hurricanes are the best chance of stopping the Lightning from making their uh, third straight Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, pretty much. I just don't see it happening, man. That team is too fucking good. Um, all right, we'll jump into our Tuesday games here. Obviously, we only have two games. We're getting to that time of the year where things are getting down a little nitty-gritty. Before we do this, can we talk about that scheduling in the NHL over the weekend? 
how bullshit is that that Tampa has to play a back-to-back in the playoffs? Like, or Tampa, Florida. What's the fucking point of that? They give them two nights off and then make them play a back-to-back? That's kind of ridiculous, yeah. no? Yeah. That, I heard that, that was some, some concert. Yeah, there, there was a concert at, at the arena, so they had to do a back-to-back. But I'm not sure why they, they couldn't either start the series a day earlier or later to not have that. But, you know, it was it was nice Sunday having having three games on, but only having one one game Saturday night did, did kind of suck. Do you know who? Do you know what concert it was or no? Uh, we'll we'll do some digging. If anybody in the Slack knows or whatever, anybody on Twitter, just tweet us out after. I'm, I'm curious because if somebody shit, I'm gonna be pissed. It was a uh, uh, Kane, Kane Brown. With I special don't guest, know who Walker that is. Walker Hayes and Raylan. It looks like he sounds be, country. Uh, country sounds shit. <laughs> sounds like he's country. Uh, noted. He's noted as the future of country and one of there we go. 30, <laughs> 31 people changing the South. Can I shoot myself in the head so I don't got to experience that fucking future or what? (laughs) A little grim or no? Uh, All right, we're going to jump into our Tuesday games on that that note. Uh, Date itself is May 24th. Uh, Yeah, first game on the docket here, man. We got the Carolina Hurricanes against the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York. Uh, Carolina does lead the series 2-1. It's a 7 p.m. puck drop. Uh, Carolina on the money line sitting at minus 105. New York money line minus 115. The over-under is at 5.5. Over-paying off plus 125. The under minus 145. Holy shit, it's going to be a low-scoring game here. Uh, series odds, Carolina to win is paying off minus 310. And the Rangers to win the series plus 250 here. Uh, yeah, I mean, I fully expect Carolina to get this win here. Obviously, you know, it was, it was a little close last game. New York decided to show up a little bit and play some good hockey uh with that being said i don't fucking know i i still like the canes here man canes minus 105 i can see them being uh being up 3-1 and maybe this series the only going uh only going five games uh also you know what if you're gonna give me the over 5.5 plus 125 obviously it's been a low scoring series um but yeah i'll take that i'll spring go like a half unit or something on it nothing crazy but give me carolina and give me the over yeah, I like Carolina here as well. I mean, they have not won on the road yet, like Joel said before, but they played a great game in uh, in Game 3 against the Rangers. I mean, Shesterkin was on his game too, though. The only only goal the Canes scored was really kind of a weak one from Niederreiter to make it 2-1 in the second. But Hurricanes just dominated shot attempts, shots, scoring chances, high-danger chances, and especially in the second and third period. So they played a good game. Couldn't get it done on special teams, but if they can get a few of their chances to go, I like them here a lot at minus 105. Maybe even look at them in regulation. Or, yeah, like Talon said, it's been an under-series. It was, what, 2-1, two, 2-0, two two 3-1 with an empty netter. So it's been an under-series. You could get it at 5. But I, I could see one of these games is eventually have to go over. So at plus 125, that, that's not a bad look. I'm, I might stay away. The best bet will be the Hurricanes minus 105. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm agreeing with you guys once again here. Uh, I like the Canes to win this game. Uh, the Rangers have been playing much better, actually, in this series compared to the Penguins, where they were outplayed in most of those games. Um, so that's a little concerning. But uh, the Canes are just the much better team here, and they're getting the goaltending as well. So they can match them there. I mean, shesterkin has been a lot better, too, for the Rangers. But, yeah, the Hurricanes' uh, best uh, attribute there is their defense, uh, especially on the penalty kill, too, which is a major Rangers weapon, so they can neutralize that somewhat. Uh, so, yeah, I like the Hurricanes here as a dog. Minus 105 is just fine with me. they got to win one of these road games eventually. Um, yeah, and Shesterkin, uh, we, don't, we don't know if he's the real deal yet. He's had a few good games here in this series, but we also saw what he, how he played in the, the Penguins, Penguins games, so... Yeah, give me give me the Canes here. Minus one five is fine with me. And yeah, plus one twenty five over five and a half. Considering uh, most of the, the games that these teams played in the first uh, round went over, so uh, the, the the line is shrinking there. It's going more and more to the under. But uh, plus one twenty five over five and a half. That's fine with me. Uh, you could probably find some fives out there as well. So uh, I do like the the over here a little bit too. Jolie's used to finding fives, eh? (laughs) 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 Over five. Over five. Yeah. Okay. I hope so. Jesus Christ. That's the baseline. Five is the baseline. (laughs) All right. We're (laughs) 
We're going to move down to the next game at 9.30 p.m. We got the Battle of Alberta again. Calgary plays against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is back in Edmonton. Edmonton has a lead in this series, 2-1. to one. Man, I'm going to be honest, I did not see that coming. Uh, Flames on the money line sit at minus 105. Uh, Joel's fives didn't see it coming either. Uh, Oilers money line sit at minus 115. The over-under is at 6.5. Over paid off minus 105. The under minus 115. Uh, series odds. Calgary on the series paying off plus 155. And Edmonton on the series minus 190. Uh, Ryan, take this one away from me, man. Fuck. Yeah, Battle of Alberta has the Alberta has uh, gone pretty well so far. Edmonton really took it to Calgary in game three at home there home team really has kind of ruled this, this rivalry recently, but I, I think Calgary has to, has to get one back here. They, they were just completely outplayed in game three. They have to get their act together. They were kind of better in the third period, but it was already down for nothing by then. Didn't really matter, but going, coming this game, fresh slate, uh, Markstrom is better than Mike Smith, even though he hasn't really shown that yet this series. So Flames only minus 105. I, I feel the same thing about, about the Hurricanes. I think it's it's a good price for them. I could see them coming right back, even the series up. I think this series goes easily six or seven. So I like the Flames and the over six and a half, only minus 105 after the first two games in the series and Edmonton putting up four last game. I like the over six and a five, uh, minus 105 as well. And I like the Flames in the series, plus 155. If you can get them plus money at all, I like that. Yeah, uh, interesting line here. Uh, Oilers have absolutely outplayed the Flames the last couple games. Um, ever since the first period of the second game, the Oilers have been dominating the Flames somehow, even though the Flames are supposed to be the better team here. And uh, yeah, the, the line shows us that uh, the Oilers are the better team here, even given the, uh, yeah, maybe you subtract a bit for the home ice advantage, but the Flames have to adjust some things because right now they're just playing some pawn hockey with the Oilers, and that's not how you're going to win these games. So the Flames have to uh, uh, play a little deeper, play more defensively. You look at the Blues, how they're defending McKinnon. Uh, that's what they have to do here to make David. And, uh, yeah, they're getting burned. Uh, you would think that Sutter is a good enough coach to see that and make adjustments, but we'll see what happens here in Game 4. Uh, but that said, I don't I don't know if I'm going to buy that. So I think I'm also going to lean in with the over six and a half here, minus 105, uh, considering that's a, that's a half a goal difference than it was in uh, game three. So I don't know why there's a massive adjustment there, considering it's still Mike Smith, and we know he can have a, a flatter gaster of a game. Uh, and Markstrom has been playing brutal hockey himself. So I, I think the over six and a half here is live. At minus 105. And uh, for a side here, uh, yeah, I, I guess I lean to the Flames to have a, a bounce back game here. I do think that this series goes the distance, gets to game seven. So uh, naturally, you'd expect the Flames to win this one in that case. But uh, stronger play here, I guess, would be the over six and a half. Uh, maybe play some more pawn hockey. But if the Flames uh, are smart, they got to play more defensive hockey in order to shut down McDavid, who's just totally taken over this playoffs. We haven't seen a guy like this since Mario Lemieux. He is uh, the real deal here. <laughs> like, the, the Flames can't do shit against him. It's a shame that Chris Tanev isn't playing for them. He's he's uh, known as a McDavid destroyer, so to speak. Uh, at least he might be able to slow him down here. But he's out for now. So, uh, yeah, McDavid's going to do what he wants. And I think that uh, he can help us get to that over six and a half, get seven goals plus. Man, you brought some good points, too. First of all, Markstrom has been a little bit of a letdown this series. Um, I was expecting bigger and better things from him. And his, you know, it's not to say that he can't turn it around. There's still plenty of time left, and I think he will. Or at least he's good enough to. He's got all the skill in the world. But uh, it's tough when you're trying to stop a guy like McDavid, man. Joel just said it. He, he, this guy's an animal out there on the ice, too. He's got 23 points. He's absolutely just lighting the lamp. I think he's got 17 assists this playoffs. And if you, it's one of those things, you can look at stats all you want. You can look at your little nerd shit, your Corsi, your Fenwick, all that lame shit like that. But you don't need to, man. This is the best player in the world. You watch this guy play, he dominates every time he's on the ice, every time he has the puck. It's it's a danger zone. It's a He's on the highway, they're going to the danger zone. That's it when McDavid's on the ice. So it's absolutely terrifying. Um, with that being said, I still like Calgary in this game, man. I I think this Calgary team is good enough to get it done. Uh, I, I I was for the longest time saying that, you know, Edmonton's kind of a one-trick pony. Well, maybe that's not the case. Dude, look at a guy like Evander Kane. He's leading the league in playoff goals. He's got 10. That's pretty wild. 
But uh, I still like the Flames, man. Like from through and through. Obviously, Joel said it, they would be better if they had Tanov. Of course, they would. Um, but hey, man, uh, this Calgary team. I, I think they're still they've left out a bit to be desired here. Um, and he fuck everything Joel said. His breakdown is so true. Like they got to start playing a bit tighter defensively. You can't let this guy just walk around all day with the puck. And more importantly, they got to keep playing their game, man. They got to run them into the ground. They got to play that physical style that the Kachuks, the Lucic, even the Mangiapanis, all those guys are known to play. Uh, get that going. That'll help the cause for sure. I like Calgary. Like Ryan said, too, I love Calgary in the series here, plus 155. Uh, and this could go to seven, man. And fuck, who doesn't want to see seven games of the Battle of Alberta here? I'm uh, I'm kind of with all you guys. I like the over, I like the money line, and I like Calgary series here. So... Fucking take everything Ryan and Joel just said and repeat it. That's pretty much what I just did anyways. But fuck yeah, let's go Flames here, boys. Sweaty sack summer is approaching, and it's time for you to prioritize the comfort of your crotch. That's why the kings of crotch comfort, Manscaped, have spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer briefs out there. I've had the honor of testing out these new boxers, and I can say it's the softest fabric of any underwear. So breathable that it's like gills for your groin. They even trademarked the jewel pouch, so you know it's serious. I think it's time you invest in your family jewels. So, let your bulge breathe and get 20% off and free shipping by using code SGP at manscaped.com. Let's say you're on a date and your partner catches that manscaped on the waistband of your underwear. It's almost guaranteed to raise some eyebrows and act like a billboard on the highway to Pleasure Town. This is thanks to the Lawnmower 4.0, the best electric trimmer for below-the-waist grooming. This trimmer offers skin-safe technology designed to trim hair on loose skin. Outside of just ball trimming, they're now focusing their efforts on helping out your thigh slappers in other ways with the game-changing boxers. These boxers' features include the Jewel Pouch, a pouch designed to cradle your, your boys in their own special place, lined with perforated performance fabric to keep them well-ventilated. Basically, just imagine your balls sipping pina coladas, chilling on a hammock on some tropical beach. The micro-modal fabric is buttery soft and breathable, keeping your cucumber cool. Walk, run, strut. These moisture-wicking boxers breathe without breaking a sweat. The tagless waistband hugs your body without digging in, and it lays flat against your skin to reduce chafing. The front fly opening gives easy access and makes bathroom breaks quick and efficient. You can choose from an arrangement of designs and colors and sizes range all from small to 3XL for all of my guys out there. You can get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. Once the Boxers 2.0 touch your sack, you'll never go back. All right, that covers our Tuesday game. We got one more game here on Wednesday, on Wednesday, May 25th. Uh, we're heading back. What's this, game five? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we're heading back to Colorado here. We got the St. Louis Blues against the Colorado Avalanche. Game itself is in Colorado. What is it, 8 p.m. puck drop? I don't fucking know. Anyways, the puck will be dropping at some time. St. Louis on the money line sitting at plus 200. Colorado money line minus 240. St. Louis on the puck line paid off minus 130. Colorado puck line plus 110. The over-under is sitting at 6.5. Both over-under paid off minus 110. The Blue Series odds to win is plus 1,500. And the Avalanche minus 3 thousand holy shit that was a mouthful jolie take it away bud what do you think is going to happen here in game five with your uh with your abs well i don't know about this game but uh i just want to have a comment on the series as a whole uh, maybe a few comments like i said before the blues are doing a job of uh shutting down mccann that applies also to mccarr i mean they're applying their whole defensive structure to prevent him from doing what he wants and it's doing a good job especially considering that Makar isn't 100% healthy after going into the goalpost in, uh, what was it, game two, I think? Game one, maybe? I don't know. But he hasn't been himself, but uh, he's still getting the job done. He's 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 exiting the defensive zone. He's executing the breakouts with uh, uh, excellent efficiency. And uh, the, the, But the Blues, they're, they're canceling out McKinnon. Like, that top line is not getting it done. Even after Bednar put together Ranton and, and Landeskog with McKinnon, they're still not able to break through against O'Reilly's line. That That's the uh, coaching mismatch here. I think Brubay is a, a bit better of a coach than Bednar, even if uh, he's a freaking moron with going to the refs. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Both Kadri's reputation, all that bullshit. Uh, Bednar didn't say shit about that kind of thing when... Uh, 
Kemper got his eye poked by Johansson. So uh, anyway, the difference here is that the Avalanche have much better depth defensively and offensively, and that that's what's come through now. We saw Kadri with the hat trick here, uh, second line guy, and Lekin in the game. Game three was the big difference there to uh, scoring that goal. Awesome four checker. Um, that's how the Abs have to win the series because the the Blues first line is canceling the Abs first line, so the rest of the guys got to do their job, and that's what they're doing, and that's what's needed to be done. So uh, that's going well. As for this game, hmm, plus two hundred is a bit juicy there for the Blues, but uh, it's asking a lot for them to win this game. Going back to Denver, where the Abs. I think they do have a killer instinct. They want to get this series done. They know the the stigma of, of exiting the second round. Uh, Leafs, talent, you know all about this with the first round. But uh, the Avs have a bit that going at the second round. They just want to get it over with. So I, I think that they do come out and play this one. So uh, give me the puck line here, plus 110. I think the Avs win this one comfortably. Um Yeah, it's hard to see them losing this game. If they lose this game, then fuck, the series is all all in. You might as well take the Blues 15 to one for the series. It's either that or Al's puck line. I don't. I don't see much middle ground there. Why is this guy got to bring the Leafs in? <laughs> Why you got to say that? You're yeah, the benchmark for Come on. choking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you see here, man? Yeah, I, I completely agree with Joel here. I mean, the Avs are going back home. They they want to show that they're. They're not the teams of the past years. They want to get this done, especially after just completely dominating uh, a game four in St. Louis. I got some nerd stats here. Avs had 30 scoring chances at five on five. The Blues had 29 shot attempts. So that, that's a huge disparity there. Avs had almost 69% of the expected goals for. I mean, the Blues had a, had a few power play goals there, but it was just all Avs at five on five, outscored them five to one. So. Going back home, you got to take them on the puck line, plus 110. Also probably looking at a race to four maybe or a team total over four, over four and a half. Just completely poured on the Blues after they kind of came after Kadri, who Nassim Kadri is going to get absolutely paid this offseason. Joel said they're shutting down the top line, and Kadri is taking complete advantage. Hat trick tonight. He'll continue to put up points, and he's going to cash in this offseason. And you guys can cash in with the Avalanche puck line in game five. Man, I fucking love Nassim Kadri. If you don't like Kadri, you don't like fun. It's as simple as that. Right? The guy's an absolute stud. and like, He's tough as nails. He's not afraid to go in there and you know square up and throw down if he has to. He's not a, he's not afraid to throw a couple big hits. And clearly, he's not afraid to put the puck in the net like he's been doing his entire career, too. Uh, this guy's been and an you, absolute steal. And you, you know what? I'm also impressed with him this game, too, because the, the Blues are completely trying to bait him into doing something dumb. But he wasn't and, buying it. And he wasn't buying it. They, they attacked him. And then it, yeah. instead, the Blues had the five-on-three against them because because they're trying to do that shit. I was watching the highlights, too. And even when he scored, obviously did that selly on the first goal. That was pretty cool. <laughs> but even after that, when he got number two and number three, he wasn't, you know, it wasn't agging on the fans. He wasn't doing anything stupid. He was there to win the game. And, he you know, he took he took that team out of their comfort zone, man. They were, they were trying to go after him as opposed to win a hockey game. And you can't do that in playoffs, dude, especially when you're down 2-1 in the series to a team as good as the goddamn Colorado Avalanche. So... A lot of credit to Nazem Kadri. I loved him as a Leaf, and you know it's it's awesome to see him getting a lot of praise and respect out there in Colorado. So the fans are treating him well. Um, just just for, wait though. Just wait till he gets paid by the Flyers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh he's, he's, absolutely, get, he's, he's he's not a chance in hell. Future Flyer written all over him. Yeah. All right. Um, as far as this game goes here, I'm I'm taking the over 6.5, man. Potential elimination game here. Uh, obviously, we've seen that Colorado put the puck in the net. And Darcy Kemper looked a little shaky a little bit, boys. We've been saying it all, all year long. You know, does this guy have what it takes? Well, obviously, he's getting a lot of help from the team in front of him. And he's not a bad goalie, but... There's a couple squeakers today. Uh, also, you have the potential of an elimination game where, you know, they could be down by two goals with five minutes left and there's just goalie poles or some shit and you get three empty nets or something stupid like that. So I'll, I'll take the over at 6.5 and just hope to watch some goals, man. It's always fun to see. Um, I don't know, like, uh, fuck. Maybe Avs puck line, just based off what I said, too. Like, it's at plus 110. If they can win by two here, I can see it. Part of me, I've been betting St. Louis a lot in this series, man. And I got lucky on, uh, I forget the game they won. I don't know. If, I think it was game two. Game two. Um, that wasn't luck, either. The Blues were much better they, in that game. They played well. They came out flying after a weak game one. But uh, I think it's too little too late, man, especially if there's no Bennington in that. And there's Villy, not Vinny. Don't call him Vinny. Call him <laughs> Billy Huso in that. Look out for that, Finn. He'll be 
doing stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they stand a chance, though, man. I can see Colorado wrapping it up, especially back at home there at the, what is it, the Butt Arena? Wasn't it something stupid like that? What's the name <laughs> oh, of their? So dumb. The Bali Arena. The Ball Arena. <laughs> Bali. They're playing in ball. the nuts. No, it's, it's just ball. It's just ball? Yeah, what? they're playing in the Nut Palace, bro. Isn't that after the, uh, the the network, whatever, the broadcasting? No, yeah. no, it's the Nut Palace. You're dumb. Ball Arena. It used to be the Mile High Stadium. Now it's the, or not the Mile High Stadium. It was the, uh, the Pepsi Center. And now it's the Ball Arena. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. We got some updated odds here, I think. We'll move down to Eastern Conference winner. Uh, you can get Tampa Bay Lightning to win the Eastern Conference at minus 130. New York Rangers to win the Eastern Conference plus 850. And Carolina to win the East at plus 155. Uh, honestly, man, Tampa Bay's got to be your pick here. Maybe sprinkle a little bit on Carolina if you're feeling a little sassy, but I like Tampa Bay. Boys, anything for you? Yeah, I think Tampa Bay has to be the pick. Hopefully you got in on Carolina Eastern Conference earlier in the playoffs or early in the season. We were talking them up. But like, if you like the Rangers to win game four, maybe just sprinkle some Eastern Conference plus 850. They win game four, put a little scare into the Hurricanes, and just start maybe steal a series. But yeah, I think Lightning minus 130 is probably the only bet I'd go with here. But I have a Canes future I'm riding out. Uh, here's some line knowledge for you guys. Uh, if the Canes win, the Lightning won't be minus 130 to win this series. It'll be much closer to pick them. Canes might even be uh, slightly favored given the power ratings of both teams. So uh, I wouldn't touch the Lightning yet if you want to go that way. Uh, right now at plus 155, I think it's Canes or bust for me. I don't think the Rangers have beaten them. And I definitely don't think the Rangers have beaten the Lightning. So, uh, yeah, it's Canes or Lightning for me. But uh, if you like the Lightning, just wait till the Canes win their series. All right, heading down to the West here. Colorado to win the West is paying off minus 220. Big favorites. Edmonton to win the West paying off plus 400. Calgary plus 500. And St. Louis plus 3,500. Uh, i got to be honest, man. This is a good time to kind of get in on the Flames here, dude. If they can uh, if they can win this game four here and then end up taking down the Oilers, you know, who's to say they don't go in there and give Colorado a bit of a run for their money if the team starts playing a little bit better? And uh, you know if they do, that number is only going down. So uh, I'll, I'll put a little bit of a flyer out on Calgary plus 500 for the West here. Yeah, I agree there. Calgary plus 500, I think they do win this series, and then they'll be less than plus 500 against the Avs in the next round. And also saying that Avs minus 220 is probably a good look too there. I uh, kind of agree with you guys. Uh, Flames plus 500 is is the play here, I think. Uh, they're a better matchup against the Avs than the Oilers. I think the Avs, uh, they, they should be able to out-pond hockey the Oilers because they, they just have better <laughs> defense and uh, better skill guys, and there's no way that the uh, Oilers have the defensive makeup to shut down the Avs' first line like the Blues are doing right now. Uh, but that said, the Blues are thirty-five to one. That 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 still has life, you know. Don't don't, <laughs> don't write them off just yet. I mean, uh, obviously the Avs are in the driver's seat. They're probably going to finish this deal off. But uh, thirty-five to one here, uh, that's worth a sprinkle, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's either that or the Flames. I, I don't see value in the Avs or Oilers at this point. That's why you play the games, man. Anything can happen. Uh, all right, we're going to move down to, it looks like, Stanley Cup Finals here. Uh, Stanley Cup champions, who do you think will win it? Colorado is paying off plus 135. Tampa Bay plus 260. That's not a bad look. Uh, Carolina plus 475. Edmonton plus 900. Calgary plus 950. That's not bad either. Uh, New York Rangers plus 220. Uh, or, sorry, plus 2200. And St. Louis plus 8,000 here. Anything jump out to you there, boys, or what? Uh, I think the Rangers at uh, plus 2,200 looks pretty good. That implies about a 4.35% chance. So if you think there's there's a uh, better than 1 in 20 chance of them pulling this off, just Durkin going on a run, I think that's worth a sprinkle there. And then the Flames, too. I think they're plus 950 after if they win game four, that'll come down. So I, I'm on the Flames bandwagon there, plus 950, and just riding out what, everything else I have. Me, I think the only teams that can win the cup are the Avs, Lightning, and Hurricanes. So the top three are in the right spot. Uh, that said, you, you can't really fade the defending champs. They they show that they can do it. They looked a bit shaky against the Leafs early on, but then they they woke up and uh, they discovered they're 
championship form, and that's exactly what they're in right now, beating the Panthers in four. Uh, so, yeah, blending are the only thing looking uh, right for me, of course. Uh, like I said before, you can wait a little bit, wait for the Canes to beat the Rangers, and then you'll get a bit better odds on that. Uh, and you never know, maybe the Blues eat, beat the Lavalanche. The, the Lightning could uh, it would be favored. So maybe that can go either way, because uh, if the Avs get knocked out, the Lightning will definitely be the favorite. Um, so, yeah, I think it's Lightning or nothing right now. For me, I don't see any other teams winning. Maybe the Flames uh, have a chance, but uh, Markstrom has to be absolutely legit. We haven't seen him be the the number one playoff goalie too often. I mean, he was okay with the Canucks there in uh, one or two series, and uh, he was good against the Stars, but we're seeing it just get lit, lit the fuck up by McDavid and Co. So uh, I'm not having too much trust in that right now. And, uh, of course, you know my thoughts on Goudreau and Co. and those chokers. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I got to I gotta go with the real deal here with the Lightning, if, if anything, right now. All right, talking about the Flames and uh, Calgary there. We had a question. I forgot to bring it up when we were doing our Calgary-Edmonton uh, statement. And we kind of touched on it a little bit, but we'll run through it just because there's a pretty good question here. Uh, it's from our boy Tony Pruitt in the Slack group. Uh, gentlemen, is Calgary gassed, and how can they regain control of the series? Uh, Joel, you touched on it a little bit. You said you know they got to tighten up defense, they got to stop letting McDavid play their running gun kind of style, stop playing pawn hockey here. Uh, I think that that kind of covers it, yo. Anything, anything else you think? Is Calgary gassed? Personally, I don't think they are. I think they're ready to take this series, but well, yeah, I well. think they could, they could get gassed after this series, after five, six, seven games of this, if they have to go up against the abs after it. But yeah, it's it's still what game four here. They just have to get back to their game. They're they're a deeper team than the Oilers and they have to show that. Well if anyone's gassed it'd be the Oilers considering they had a bigger fight towards getting the playoffs at the end of the regular season. Plus they had to play seven games just like the Flames did. So uh if anyone should be gassed it should be the Oilers. Um but uh yeah to get the control of the series they gotta be more structured. They gotta they gotta play more like they did against Dallas just uh just dominated in hockey, like ruling all those four lines. They are deeper than the Oilers, so uh, they got to match them up like that. Um, obviously, they're going to lose the one on ones against McDavid and Evander Kane, who is suddenly a god, and uh, <laughs> uh, Dry Saddle, who's getting better and better because uh, he's apparently not as hurt as it looked. Um, he's getting healthy real quick, real good uh, German genetics there. Uh, and Markstrom has got to be way the fuck better he's been awful he's been one of the worst goalies in round two so uh, he might be the worst like we we you not me anymore I'm a Mike Smith bag man but you guys are still talking shit about Mike Smith but Mike Smith has been outplaying him absolutely of course uh he he gave up those (laughs) those early goals there in game one but uh since then he's been a rock and uh, he, he looks like uh, the Mike Smith of old. So, uh, yeah, Markstrom has got to be better, and the Flames got to be more structured in order for Calgary to win this series. Otherwise, McDavid's going to do what he wants. I think the simple question as to who's the most gassed right now, it's every fucking stripper in Tampa Bay because they got the entire <laughs> Florida Panthers right now just looking at them, throwing fucking 20s, throwing fives all over their cooches. It's fucking 1.56 a.m. If you're telling me that that Panther team isn't in there just getting absolutely fucking buckled, looking at these teddies, these strippers are making their money's worth tonight, man. Those are the ones who's the most gassed in the playoffs right now. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens in their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world, world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com SGP. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, boys, that covers our little question segment here. We'll move down. What did we call this last show? Uh, the HGP Puck Puck Challenge, baby. We're going <laughs> to head on down to the HGP Hockey Gaming Podcast Puck Puck Challenge. Uh, things are getting a little bit tighter than they were last show. That's fun to see here. Uh, currently at risk, I have 131 Puck Bucks at risk with future bets. Uh, Ryan has 382 puck bucks and 50 puck cents at risk. And Joel has 485 puck bucks at risk. Uh, my current bankroll available is 478 puck bucks and 13 puck cents. Ryan has 508 puck bucks and 75 puck cents. And Joel has 515 puck bucks and 50 or 35 puck cents. From the looks of it, Joel's currently in the league. Ryan right behind him and myself dwindling in third here. Uh, Fuck I don't know. off with all the pucks. <laughs> buddy like that uh that guy in uh trailer park boys fuck off and all the shouting <laughs> fucking dotty fuck shut the yeah. fuck up <laughs> that's you the fucking puck 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 all right there you little puck puss why don't you go first then <laughs> all right well like i said before uh the lightning at stanley cup uh winners here plus 260 is fine for me of course uh, i think you do get a little better odds here after the abs uh, beat the Blues and the Canes beat the Rangers, but uh, we're not going to be doing a show for a bit because of a uh, certain someone going on a little fucking Roman Emperor vacation for his birthday. <laughs> uh, so I got to put this in now. Uh, we're going with the Lightning to win the Stanley Cup plus 260. We're putting 40 puck bucks on that. Uh, next up, we're going with the Canes to win game four on the money line minus 105. 30 puck bucks on that. Uh, just much better team. I don't think Shesterkin's going to bail him out again. Hopefully the Canes can finally win a road game in the playoffs. Uh, next up, we're going small bet on uh, the Avs. Puck line, minus one and a half, plus 110. 25 puck bucks on that. Uh, I think it should be elimination game. If the Avs don't win this one, oh, man, it, the series is wide open. Uh, it'll be tough to go back to St. Louis for that. So I think that this is a crucial game to win. And finally, we're going uh, an even smaller bet here with the Flames Oilers over six and a half, minus one five, just fifteen puck bucks on this. Uh, it's just a matter of the the line movement here. We saw this game at seven uh, just a couple of days ago, and all of a sudden it's at six and a half and minus one five. So just a matter of line value here. I, I don't think that either goalie is elite uh, or playing as such, especially Markstrom. So uh, yeah, well, maybe this game. Continues to be pawn hockey. Uh, that that's what the media is pushing. That's what Daryl Sutter is pushing. Uh, you know these comments saying that oh, the game against uh, the Stars was boring, so uh, we put seven past. <laughs> <laughs> is that your Sutter? 
I tried, okay? I couldn't remember what he said, okay? So I broke up there. Uh, but point is, he's not playing boring <laughs> hockey anymore. He's pressured by the media, so he wants to score some goals, let a few in, whatever. We're going to get the seven plus in this game. Uh, but I'm not that confident in it. So just 15 puck bucks on that. Yeah, I touched on it when we were discussing the game. Uh, I'm going for the Flames to win the series, plus 155, putting 50 puck bucks on that one. Also taking them in game four to win in regulation at uh, plus 140 for 25 puck bucks. Doing the same thing for the Hurricanes in game four to win in regulation, plus 140 for 25 puck bucks. I figure at least one of those bets should hit, so it'd be profitable there. And then I'm also taking Colorado on the puck line, plus 110 in game four, just for 15 puck bucks. So I realized I have the Avs minus two and a half games. So I don't want to put too much too much uh, puck money on that. And I'm taking the Oilers Flames series to go to seven games at plus 140 for 25 puck bucks. Because who doesn't want seven games of the Battle of Alberta? That's a fun little bet. That's a fun one. Um, for myself, I got Calgary series win at plus 155. I'm putting down 50 puck bucks on that. We talked about it earlier. I think the Flames can kind of bounce back here, but we'll know more tomorrow for sure. Uh, I also got Calgary money line minus 105 in game four. 50 puck bucks down again. Uh, that's gold Flames here, baby. I also got Carolina money line minus 105 as well in game four. Another 50 puck bucks. And then for the Wednesday game, I got St. Louis, Colorado over 6.5 in game five. Uh, that's what we talked about earlier. I got 50 puck bucks and 13 puck cents here. Um, yeah, man, I'm a uh, fuck it. That's it was 50 percent of our bankroll we're allowed to risk, right? Yes. Yeah. OK, yeah, you're, you're good. We're good. We're good. We're in there. I don't we don't need Sharky fucking coming for the horns or anything like that. So we're OK. <laughs> uh, um all right, boys, that kind of wraps it up here. Anything else uh, worth noting here before we sign off or what? Just a uh, quick Calcutta update with the uh, Lightning taking out the Panthers. Joel is now down to just the Oilers as his final team remaining. Uh, Go Bearcats hey. has the Avs and Blues. I have the Flames and Lightning, and Talon has the Hurricanes and Rangers. Fuck, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> um yeah fuck i guess we'll have to do an update show like that coming up soon we'll see what we can do when we get back at that maybe uh maybe in between the third round or something we can touch base get uh get bearcats back on and go from there uh boys mark giordano eh not bad no <laughs> yeah that that i mean that was a steal of a contract they he went back to the team and said he'd take less to uh help build the team so good good for him good good for the leafs i guess Fuck yeah, but he's getting the Jason Spezza, the Jason Spezza deal there. You gotta love it. Um, I had to throw that in. I'm sorry. All right, boys. Uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Tons of information. Uh, tons of other sick podcasts too, dude. If you're not listening to those, give them a check out. Obviously, you know we don't want to talk about it, but in a couple of weeks, there ain't gonna be any hockey left. So if you're trying to win some money, that's definitely the place to go. They'll give you all the intel when it comes to NASCAR, golf. Uh, any other sports that are firing off, man. They got everything. WNBA is popping off. They, they got some good shit there. So by all means, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website and check out Ryan and Joel's articles whenever they do them. They're, uh, they're, there's some good shit there, so make sure you read them if you can read. Uh, and shout out to all our friends and pals in the Slack group. Uh, Slacker is popping off, dude. Playoff Slack is better than any other time of Slack. Uh, and hey man maybe we're just a little bit biased but I like to think we got the best Slack channel of them all in there and we don't have to blow each other up with notifications by tagging the entire fucking channel so that's pretty cool too uh, <laughs> get your ass in the Slack if you're not in the Slack man it's an absolute blast reach out to myself and Ryan if you're trying to figure out how to do so yeah join the Slack and make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast that's on Apple you can go to sg.pn slash hockey Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey us and uh leave us a five-star rating and review we, we have a new one here from uh our friend beijing wings from the slack channel he, he uh sent this to me because he can't get uh apple where he is located so he sent me this it's a, it's a long one i'll try not to be uh too long-winded here we got beijing wings five-star Douche. review <laughs> <laughs> the best hockey podcast out there you don't need to gamble to enjoy the show the hgp covers the latest news injuries and trends from around the league while also giving breakdowns of games, lines, futures, and best bets all season long. The hosts are a collection of characters. Joel is a young Don Cherry. Talon is a new species of podcast host we've never seen before. And Ryan is Ron McLean. The, the straight man slips in killers, killer one-liners. 
If that's not enough, join the HGP Slack to talk with the hosts in a community of hockey gamblers as they make picks, react live to the action, and have a good time while watching the games at home. Right on, man. Thank you very much, Beijing Wings. That's a, that's a very kind of you, my friend, and very accurate. And uh, thanks, Ron, for reading that. You did great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'll be putting an order into shop uh, shopnhl.com for my Giordano Leafs Beaver jersey, as well as maybe a Claude Giroux Pittsburgh Penguins jersey. So keep an eye out for that. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer, but I guess I'm also uh, Don Cherry, so uh, you'll find me in a spiffy suit the next time you see me, if, uh, if you ever see me. <laughs> He'll be telling, telling the kids how to gamble. <laughs> All right, kids, look yeah. up here. you got to take the money line. Give them a thumbs up. <laughs> Fuck the Russians. You need a good Ontario boy. Come on, Leafs. Good Ontario kid. Yeah, the Toronto kids. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>